It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad This is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yes There it is We back Another week You already know We here We chilling We talking shit It's feeling good Feeling good, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Feeling great, feeling good. Mm. What's going on with you? Man, you know, living life, enjoying the sunshine, uh, making mm-hmm. making the best out of these days. Um, shit. Helping young people, you know what I'm saying? Advance their careers. Um, what else is good with me? It's gotta be fulfilling. Yeah, I mean, well, it, it is. So, it's yeah. fulfilling, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But sometimes you also got to get your own shit together, too. So I'm, mm. I'm in the middle of that, you know, as usual. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we've been doing this for some years, you know what I'm saying? People know I be constantly right. getting my shit together. <laughs> right, right, right. Always adjusting. Perpetual motion. <laughs> yeah, like a rolly. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's what's up. Uh, I'm enjoying these mild August weather days. This shit just been alright. That broke shit. down for you. Yeah, yeah, shit got bearable. Shit got bearable. It's, you know, back outside walking around again in the world without you know feeling like a nigga oppressed. You know what I'm saying? Shit is alright. Shit is alright. But um, yeah, man. It's that it's it. that August, you know, take a walk in the evening weather. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice that's one of the nice things about the summer. That good evening, quiet, quiet block walk, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or motherfuckers outside, you know, but it's still a quiet. You know yeah. what I mean? Even if motherfuckers is is gathered, it's still it's a different type of calm. Yeah. Niggas is tired from work. Niggas is yeah. whoa out. Niggas is from work. <laughs> And humidity, and you know what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, it's a lot. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of work just to get to work. So, nigga. I know by the yeah, time bro. niggas get home, boy, they be like, Shh. you know. Mm-hmm. Man, it, it look like you look like the mamas on on them seventies shows and shit after work. You know? <laughs> just overburdened. Woo! It's like yeah, uh, coming through. Florida Evans. Cooley, uh, yeah, Florida Evans, Cooley High, um, you know, the um what's what's happening. But on Cooley High, the mama, you know, she worked all them jobs and you know, she was coming home to whoop their ass, like, you know, I'm gonna beat you when they get home. Mm-hmm. By the time she got home, she was sleeping in the chair with the belt in her hand. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I haven't seen that shit in a long time. Don't wore your mama uh, out. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, New York is a wear out, brother. Uh, that's a good transition to one of my grievances. Uh, <laughs> I got some grievances, man. Uh, nah, I hate to go up front with it, but I feel away, man. Look, man. I, I was just having a conversation with somebody saying that, you know, New York is, is fucking hardship disguised as lifestyle, B. You know what I mean? It's a lot of adversity in this motherfucker, man. I tell you. So, most recently, you know, I'm a driver. And I feel like New York don't really respect the driver, especially New York City. Right? 
There's all types of shit. The sheds, the fucking city bikes, the all of that other shit, right? Uh, so now, like I'd heard the rumblings about a year or two ago, but then I, I met with somebody and they told me they was they work on they working on the plan, but um, they're gonna institute this fucking congestion tax toll or this congestion congestion toll. In New York. Uh, they putting up a toll so, on niggas. Yeah, they putting up a toll on niggas. Exactly. Because I do feel like it's a little bit of low-key redlining, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, below 60th Street, you coming into below 60th Street. Now they're calling that the uh, city business district. Below 60th Street, all the way to the end of Manhattan, which sound like some bullshit to me, first of all. Below 60th Street, all right, whatever. Below 60th Street, all the way to the end of that shit, that's the city business district. All right, whatever. That's debatable. Got to pay a toll to go up in that motherfucker. Now, when I first heard about it, I thought that it was like, you know, congestion. So I figured maybe it'd just be during rush hour times. You know what I mean? Like early, late. Nah, this shit 24 hours. And I don't think they've settled on how much it's going to cost. And obviously, I think different zones I have to pay other shit. But it's anywhere from $9 to $23 to go into the motherfucking city, man. Now, you could drive out the city, you know what I mean, and they don't tax you. It's also some Jersey type shit. So if you're coming from 60th and you go up to Harlem, when you come back down, you're going to have to, they're going to hit you. I think people that live below 60th Street will get some type of tax credit that uh, offset whatever they got to pay for the tolls which is some bullshit because I'm curious what they're going to do for the people above 60th Street, you know. And shit, I work below 60th Street often, a lot, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I, you know, y'all niggas is getting in my pocket just for having a car. And, they, you know, and obviously this is all the MTA because the MTA is trying to get people back on the train because the train is like at least 40% less people, you know what I mean, since the pandemic and whatever, whatever. And I mean, the MTA always with their hand out and shit, talking about, yo, we need more money, we struggling, you know, real crack-headed, you know what I mean? But you never see where the shit applies or whatever the fuck. So it just got me real sick right now, man. I'm just, ah, it's, it's just, man, fucking New York City, man. I swear, dog, that's, that's... <laughs> yeah, I mean that's it, man. It's just I just I've been wanting to get this shit off. I might this might be the third time I got it off my chest, so it might not be as heavy. But I swear that day I had that information, I was real upset. And the person that told me this is their job, you know what I'm saying? But I I looked at them as an op, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm happy they're getting money and shit like that. But you in cahoots with the jucks, you know what I'm saying? You're so that kind of I. Yeah, I would. I'd be lying if I say it didn't put a strain on the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I mean, I know this might be over your head somewhat, but your name is on the on the motherfucking paperwork and shit. Um, he told me there's still fucking a few town halls. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like to the point to where the town hall can stop anything. But I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of want to go to a town hall, nigga. Yeah, Let my voice well. be heard. That's, that's your yeah, civic nigga, duty, shit. nigga. Yeah. You feel it some yeah. type of way, you need to take this yeah, man. to the town hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I might, you might see me on one of these little, on New York one. Record it, record it and bring it back, man. We'll play it back <laughs> exactly. for the people. There you go, there you go. Grievances. I mean, 
I'm, I'm, read, I'm reading uh-huh. an article on it right now. They say New mm-hmm. Yorkers are currently feeling deep economic pain with unbearable taxes, inflation hitting new highs, food and gas prices skyrocketing, and they are now forced to pick between putting food on the table or paying their energy bill. Yet at a time when they need financial help the most, Kathy Halchow wants to turn the screws on struggling New Yorkers upward another thirty-four fifty a day. God damn. Thirty-four dollars and fifty cent? That's what they talking about for this toll? That's a toll? No, I don't know where that thirty-four fifty coming from. That might be a cumulative of all this it's, shit. It's saying that's right. Last week MTA released this plan to begin congesting prices. Yep. Charging mm-hmm. up to thirty-four dollars and fifty cents mm. per day for drivers traveling south of 60th Street in Manhattan. Bullshit. Kathy, she don't even live in the city. She up there somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, and and I don't know, man. She slid in, you know, off the Cuomo shit. So you know, wait, niggas ain't even vote for her. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, this this is ah. Feel away, man. Yeah, yeah man. man. So but hopefully, 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 maybe this shit could be overturned or whatever, whatever. But uh, it don't, don't look good. good. Don't yeah. look good, man. Yeah, I, I got a feeling they're gonna try that in in the A too. Yeah, they pilot it out here. They might start hitting everybody with some congestion shit. And the fucked up thing is, I saw some shit where it's going to really impact uptown a lot because I don't know if it's some like little. You know, get arounds, but the way they were talking about it was like it's gonna put like about eight hundred more people on the George Washington Bridge, about a hundred and fifty more people on the West Side Highway, about a hundred more people on the Harlem River Drive, like just because people are gonna be trying to get around during the, the uh the rush hour or some shit like that. So that's gonna that's a whole lot of way more tr- traffic. Travel time is going to be increased. Then, you know, they talking all this congestion is supposed to be good for the, you know, uh, the earth and all of that, the environment. We going to get fucking shit at all with all the all, all these new cars on the road up here because I wound up going to like a little climate, in, uh, a little climate change Harlem Week event. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know how motherfucker get where you get a little bit of information. But um, I just, I got, yo, it's so much wild shit how they, you know, like there is, you know, like you don't even realize how, uh, how much, how discriminatory, and I ain't discriminatory, that's not even a word, but just how certain things affect communities of color, but then communities that aren't, you know, uh, you know, lower income situations, like certain places like in the Bronx, like even this is some shit I got to look it up, but they were like, if it's like 90 degrees in uh, Midtown, it could feel 119 degrees in the South Bronx. I don't know how that shit happens, but there's something going on. Now I'll tell you something else that I, that's, I don't know how that one happens, but they dropped that one. And I was like, that's interesting. I'm going to have to research that. I probably shouldn't even have brought that forth before I researched it, but y'all go ahead and do your own Googles. But there's also some shit where they talking about, uh, you know, I think there's six bus depots or maybe seven bus depots. Six of the seven are all uptown. You know what I mean? 
And and not obviously things have gotten a little better, but this was like maybe ten years ago they were putting up the most recent one, and they were going to put it right across the street from a school on one thirty third, and they sued the MTA like yo y'all can't do that they lost, um but one of the concessions was on little bus shelters they had to put that uh, <clears throat> diesel fuel from buses cause cancer, kind of on some um. Cigarette type shit. So they had to put that on. And yeah. then later they kind of went to hybrid. And then ultimately they've moved to electric buses. I think it's all the way 100% and all over the city. But that was based off of back and forth legal battles with the people uptown. You know what I mean? Trying to, you know, get some, some you know, some relief with all of this. The bullshit. So anyway, man, you know, it just seems like it's another... Another example of motherfuckers shitting on people. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's like 60 if and below. Y'all all right. Don't worry about this. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm, uh-huh. I'm rambling right now. <laughs> all the good midtown Richies ain't got to worry about Yeah. It. Yeah, y'all will be all right. Don't even worry about it. This ain't going to fall on y'all. You little outskirters. Mm-hmm. Get your pockets mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all hold this burden. Mm. Anyway, man. Yep, yep. So that's a grievance. I think that's probably the only grievance I got today. I hate to crack it off with a grievance because I'm feeling good otherwise. But that shit had me tight. I might have literally talked about that shit about four times this week. Yeah, man. anybody that listen. Yeah. That shit is tough when motherfuckers attack you and your pockets. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on now. That what we doing now? What we what is going on now? Anyway, ah, so yeah, man, it is what it is. Uh, other than that, again, it's not that hot. So. <laughs> Let me try to vacillate back to a, a more positive. Uh, well, I mean, on positive a positive, way. on a positive, you know, bounce out positive of New York. York. Nope. Mm-hmm. Talk to me. You know, I'm acclimating to the A pretty nicely. <laughs> yeah, you know I don't have no congestion tax. There is congestion, <laughs> but I don't really yeah. run into it because you know I move in a way that that's opposite of the traffic. So, right, you know I, I don't get to hit it that often. So it's all good. My daughter's in the second week in school. It's making friends, and you know, yeah, how's she liking it? She's loving it. You know, oh, that's great. You know, I'm glad she's getting, you know, some, some good black experience. Uh-huh. You know, right. she, you know, she went to a school that was pretty mixed. So, you know, but it wasn't like that black experience. You know what I'm saying? It was still majority, majority uh, other. But it wasn't a full black, you know, she, her, her peer group was, you know, half and half pretty much. But here is 100%. So, um, you know, there have been some black ass things that have happened at the school. <laughs> like what? Like, you know, first day of school, you know, a tatted up uh, junior is cussing out the French teacher. Cussing out the French teacher? The French teacher? Part of my French. Uh-huh. You know what that's all about, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Niggas don't want to be there, you know. They should kick me out. Let me go home. 
Right. Because I don't want to be here. But, you know, that, that, that goes with the program. You know, mm-hmm. another black yeah. ass thing that has happened. Uh, you know, one of the, the math teacher was flat, not flat ironing her hair first period mm. <laughs> in the <laughs> class <laughs> while she's teaching. <laughs> wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> Damn, that's some black ass shit. You know what I'm saying? That is hilarious. Yeah, that's super black. Yeah, <laughs> ultra black. Yeah, but. You know, when I look at it from a grander perspective, I know those things seem pretty odd and out of place. But the program that they're running is pretty good. I like the program that they're running. And I li- I, w- I like that, you know, a lot of times when you're not in a black environment in your schools and you're just, you know, you have your white friend group and, you know, you, you're chilling, you start to look at the black experience from an outsider's perspective, you know what I'm saying? So you tend to look at it from, you know, here's how me and my white friends talk about this experience. This is the things that they pull out and feel like these are the important things to talk about. And sometimes, you know, that, again, puts you in an outsider's perspective of your own experience. Mm -hmm. I'm glad she's getting to see it for herself, you know what I'm saying, with her own group of people that, to be able to see that experience for herself. So now you can identify shit for what it is and not romanticize it for what people think it is. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like, you know, if you see the tatted up 11th grader cussing out the teacher, you know what I'm saying, you might encounter that tatted up 11th grader in another form and be like, oh, that's a cool motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that nigga cool. But when you got to sit with him in class and you realize he can't read and, you know what I'm saying, he cussing the teacher out to get thrown out, then you look at that in a whole different manner. It's like, ah, this nigga, <laughs> this ain't it, you know? So, mm. I, you know, again, I'm glad she's getting to see some of this stuff up close and from a, um, from a perspective of, of being in it and around your own folk. And which is exactly what she wanted. So that's cool. <clears throat> um, but you know, uh, other than that, you know, every, everything is settling in. You know, what I'm saying moving into a new space, um, beginning of the month. So excited about that. Uh, you know, um, shit, that's that. <laughs> Has your son started college yet? He starts in September, September twenty something. Oh, okay. You got a minute. Oh, okay. All right, bet, 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 bet. So he chilling for a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's gonna be another thing to uh get him, you know, up in school mm-hmm. and, and and ready to mm-hmm. go. But mm-hmm. but you know, the A is is pretty cool, you know, getting settled in. Mm-hmm. I told her I told my daughter I was gonna join the PTA. PTA? Okay. <laughs> but I, I was like, I'm going to be the president of the PTA Association at some point. That's funny. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Is that a threat or is that a goal? No, that's a that's a goal. That's a goal. Okay. All right. The good thing about going to, going to school with black people and dealing with mm-hmm. black people is black people mm-hmm. know the different kinds of black people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. White people mm-hmm. don't know the different kinds of black people. 
White right. people think, you know, okay, you blacks all the same. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, they, right. And then even when they know it's different, they don't really know how to tell the difference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Case in point. Um, I was going to a house party one time. I'm black. 6'2", and some change. I have on some Farragamo dress shoes. You know what I'm saying? I have a blazer and a and an overcoat. It's cold. It's Christmas. It's like New Year's Eve or something like that. And I'm coming up to this house. It's, you know, white white folks invited me to a party. I'm coming up to the house, and um, this couple was leaving out of the house as I was coming in the gate to the house, mm-hmm. walking up the little walkway to the um, porch. Mm-hmm. And the woman saw me. And froze mm-hmm. like a deer. Like, <gasps> yeah. The boyfriend or husband or whatever, he was he was coming out behind her. Uh-huh. He looked up, saw her with her hands in uh-huh. the air, like, <gasps> <laughs> like don't shoot. This nigga, yeah, like don't shoot. This nigga uh-huh. steps back in the house, closed the door <laughs> on his lady, on his lady, left her out there oh, on the porch. Man. Oh, <laughs> uh, damn! I said, uh-huh. <laughs> and walked in. She walked right past uh-huh. them. They was just f- frozen in fear. Uh huh. Uh-huh. But I'm like, uh-huh. look at look at guys. Look at me. I have on right Ferragamo shoes. <laughs> right, right. I have right. on an overcoat, and I'm right. and I'm drinking a cup of coffee. Like, right. I am not the prototype for the nigga that's gonna rob you. Yeah. You have to yeah. know the difference yeah. between the different kind of black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you're gonna be racist mm-hmm. and judgmental, mm-hmm. know the difference. So you know racism isn't known for its nuance, but yeah, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just had to throw that yeah, in. Yeah, 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 Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You're dealing with blacks. Blacks know the different kinds of blacks. So you know what I'm saying? You could you move in a manner of of comfortability be knowing that they know, okay, yeah, he, he one of them kind mm-hmm. of likes. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you know, and if you got a problem, if they do have a miscommunication of the type of black that you is, it's easily rectified by a little conversation, blah, 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 bang, bing, couple of vocabulary mm-hmm. words, nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I ain't playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so don't play with my child. And you know, and so we went to the open house. This is a moment in Black Fathers. Mm-hmm. Went to the open house. This is this is current. The current. The yeah, high yeah, school current school. House. Current the black school. Gotcha. So we went uh-huh. to the open house before before she got started, and um, uh-huh. and we didn't all the way have our register yet because we didn't all the way, you know, what I'm saying have our paperwork together yet. So we, you know, we was in on a provisional scenario. So mm-hmm. most of the people there was there to, you know, get their locker and, you know, sign up and do all the kind of other shit. So, you know, we ain't had none of that shit to do. So we just walked around the school, you know, just took a tour, self-guided. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we went into a, you know, it was one classroom. It was all, they had it all these lights and it was nice looking in there and it was all cool. And I was like, let's go in there. And then boom. It was the graphics lab. You know, my daughter liked to do art and shit. Boom. So she was mm-hmm. oh, I need to be in here. Cool. Talk to the teacher. You know what I'm saying? Teacher, you know, you know, the teacher trying to size you up, figure you out. You know what I'm saying? Told her about the class. Boom, boom, boom. You know what I'm saying? Then she saw my son. He was like, you know, where you, 
what what do you do? You coming to school here? He's like, nah, I graduate. I'm going to college. She, you know, told her, boom, boom, boom. So, you know, upon further inspection, she realized she was dealing with a family that was, you know, in on the educational process. Like, you know what? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. guys are good people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then there was a conversation. And then we met the science teacher. You know, she was talking. We didn't know if she was going to be the teacher or not. But, you know, you got to hit her with the good old old school black people stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like, boom. She's like, hey, how you doing? Woo, woo, woo. You know, if you're in my class, it's going to be good. But if, if you're in any class, it's going to be good. But I was like, but yeah, but if you see in the hall acting up, make sure you let me know. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. black people love that kind of talk because they understand that you care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They understand right, that you right. care when you talk like that. Mm-hmm. You invested. Yeah, you invested. You ain't on the old school. It takes a village. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So... So when she started school, boom, she was in both of those teachers. Actually, the three teachers that we had encounters with, she had all those teachers. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And so for her to walk into school and then the science teacher like, oh, hey, baby, it's good to see you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. See, that won't happen in no white school. You know what I'm saying? Hey, baby, right. good to see you. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you're here. Dang, honey. Like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Sit your ass down. What's your name uh-huh. again? Right, you know, so just little stuff like that, like little stuff like, you know, boom, this particular teacher, she remind me of my auntie. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. in New York, you don't really get that because you know her all our family down here in the South. So mm-hmm. is you ain't gonna really run into people that remind you of your people. So mm. is it, you know what I'm saying? It just adds another layer to the process that. That um, you never knew you needed till you, till it till you, it's you in the middle of it. Hmm. Let me ask you a question. Now you might not really be able to. I mean, you could. Uh, have you noticed that? I don't know if it's because I'm older and I look is you looking at things differently, but I don't remember. Teachers looking as good as they look now. Back then, it might be few and far between. But like, even when you said this teacher reminded you of an auntie, and an auntie is still in the demo. But like, there's like when you well, you talked about the te- the math teacher flat ironing the hair. That sounds like that's part of the new profile of teachers. So I'm seeing a lot of new teachers that are like. You know, they throwing that shit on. They looking like, you know, look, they coming from the classroom to compound. Like, it's a thing. Like, it's a whole different vibe. It ain't, it's not teacherly. It don't look, and not, not to say you can't teach and look great, because you could do that. But it's a new look. It's a new, youthful, young, exuberant, not like conservative, older, stoic, you know what I'm saying? Mousy. This is this is a different thing. This is a different thing. Maybe I'm seeing a lot of these teachers on Instagram. So maybe the Instagram teachers, you question? know, they're a little bit. <laughs> I'm just saying, from your sampling, from what you've been seeing out here at this old black school, how does it look as compared to when you were a youth going to a black school? 
Okay. Gotcha. Okay. You know, I do know, I know, I know some hot girl teachers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know many. I know one. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. One of my sister friends, she be on Instagram. And she the, she the principal. I'm like, damn. That's a hot, right. She a hot girl principal. Right. Right. I think it's just the time. It's like, you know, when you in social media and you, you're seeing, basically you're seeing the highlight reels, the best ofs, and then you take the best ofs out of the whole crew, and then you get, okay, these motherfuckers is looking like this nowadays. Right. Um, grandmas ain't looking like grandmas no more. Right. Um, because this era, lifestyle is different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Back back yeah. then, you know, our culture, you know, it, you had, and to extent, it's still this way. You got, you know, you got work, you got church, you know, mm-hmm. then you got, you know what I'm saying, your, your general social occasions on the Saturdays and Sundays, and then and, and you go back to work. Now, you know what I'm saying, people who have the license to do more things at older ages, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I think, you know, a lot of times you, you get to see, okay, well, shit, on on Housewives or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You got these real grown women still going out together as friends and going to all of the new restaurants and shit like that. And then when you're in the restaurants in Atlanta, you're in the fly restaurants, you, you will see a group of 50-somethings, you know what I'm saying, close to mm-hmm. 60, all together with their high heels on, dressed up, looking good, and and out in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think of 50-something, 60, in our days, shit, they was retired. You think of 30-something back in the day, 40, niggas had on slacks. Yeah, niggas yeah. retired from all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Hard bottoms and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandma yeah, was out the game, so. 40, 43 or some shit like that. Right. Right. She was right. done. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that has a lot to do with it. It's funny. Somebody, we had a conversation. Somebody was saying that this would probably be, you know, old folks' homes. There's going to be old heads in there playing video games and, you know, listening to Biggie. You know? So. It's a- Dude, they got new shit now. It's like, I passed by a community. Mm-hmm. How, like, a, like a subdivision. Mm-hmm. Subdivision for like fifty five plus, right? And I felt some kind of way. I'm like fifty five. That's it. Like, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I ain't that far off from that. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But that feels like a little early to be. You know what I'm saying? Check it in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The old folks yeah. facility. I guess now, it ain't the old folks facility no more. So, you know. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. already say the old, even the old, old folks facility, they, they getting more STDs than anybody. Yeah, yeah, come on now. Cause they ain't with, yeah, they they ain't with all that. You know what I'm saying? Protect yeah. yourself. They're like, shit, nigga, I'm 80 years old. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Whatever, ha- everything terminal at this point. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is, shit. But oh, you man, think about God. it, it'd be like, you know, what the fuck? What what is what's in there? Like what are y'all doing? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. life's still going on out here, but what are y'all doing in there? I, I want to know. See? You know what I'm saying? I think it's like old head can't uh, college. 
I think it's a you know without classes. I think that's what it is. I think that's a campus. I think these these young old people in there having it. I think you know what I mean. I think it's kind of overlooked. It might be like some real mature hedonism. Like if you don't know, you don't know until you know. You like oh shit. Like you said, they having all you know. We've been hearing that about the whole STDs. Well, how they getting them STDs? Shit getting wild. Shit get crazy. They doing little things. They got activities. They got, you know, you know, who knows what's going on? <laughs> who knows what's going on? But they get into it. I'm not, I'm not, shit. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if it's a lot wilder than we think. Um, I think that if aging community shit is something to look at as far as investing, because, you know, a lot of people out here, you know, they, they, they take in lifestyle. Like you said, you know, all these, you know, everybody looking younger, everybody mm-hmm. behaving in a way, in a manner of younger, you know, a demographic. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of, a lot of people foregoing, you know, getting into long-term serious monogamous relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're playing the odds, you know, I'm just looking like, you know, everybody moving around, you know, prolonging, you know, parenthood and, you know, opting out of owning homes to be free to move about. And, yeah. You know, be in the hot place for the hot time. Traveling, mm-hmm. traveling solo. All that good shit. They got money. Man, they got money. Mm-hmm. You know, it probably going to be a lot of singles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting older. They going to be looking for some way to have it. Yeah. Yeah. And also have a nurse on standby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little defibrillator. Yeah. In the cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. We get you right back. That nigga might mm-hmm. need an old folk community. Mm-hmm. Could be it. That might be the new complex. That might be it. The motherfucking uh-huh. clubhouse got a club and a stripper pole. Right. Yeah. Shit. All of that. You know what I'm saying? All of that. On-site dispensary for... Meds and weed. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, come on. This might be. I, I, I bet you that shit is going on already, but yeah, nah, that is it. That is a, that's a market. That's a market. A whole, uh, 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 a bodega inside of the spot that got the, the pins and all that good shit. <laughs> and rubbers, just in case you don't want to <laughs> go out with syphilis. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Damn. <laughs> Depends and rubbers. That is a hell of a mixtape. Uh, yeah, man, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. These old motherfuckers today. I'm old, but I ain't dead. You know what I mean? That's that's the that's the motto. That's the motto. Shit, life is for the living. We out here. You know what I'm saying? Shit, after parties, after the funeral. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we gotta do it. We gotta do it for Eleanor. Eleanor wouldn't have wanted to go like this. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it cracked. Eleanor no more. That shit finna be. What's one of these new names and shit? Mm -hmm. What's a young name? A young, a new name or a young name or a young for fifty five? Taisha young for fifty five. What's what was a new name from your era? Uh. It ain't gonna be Eleanor. It's gonna be Stacy. 
Nicole. Yeah, Stacy, Jayla, Taish. Like I said, Taisha. Taisha. Um, yeah, that's that's what yeah. that's what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know, Eleanor. Taisha. Well, you know you, mm-hmm. you know you're supposed to be taking your man. Uh-huh. 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 I got my bitch. <laughs> Uh, I ain't see you at dialysis, Taisha. Nigga, I ain't go to there. <laughs> fuck all of that. I go to mall and shit. I'm in the club. Holler at me. They got <laughs> shit. I die, die. Um, speaking of old shit, though, I will say this. I just saw news that they um they start. They're gonna now start selling hearing aids over the counter, kind of like reading glasses. Mm. And, uh, you know, for the last few months, I've been saying I got to go get my ears checked. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, I, I hope I'm not losing my hearing, but, like, I definitely, I might be abusing my hearing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I'm still, I try not to listen to shit too loud, but I, I definitely have become, somebody say, say that again, <laughs> one of those type of niggas, and that's scaring me. Um, you know, it's air conditioning season, so it's not uncommon to have the TV on a hundred. Because the air conditioner sound like the A train. But, um, you know, when the AC off, that shit, I still get up to about 60. You know what I mean? Like, ah, things are, I'm a little concerned, so I need to see what's what. I've had a couple of them little, you know, where they say, you know, the iPhone will tell you, yo, man, your decibels is a little crazy, my nigga. You need to fall back. I've had a couple of those warnings. So, um, and then my grandfather had, you know, yeah, his he lost his hearing or he was losing his hearing. He used to hide his hearing and he never wanted to wear it. He was too proud. So but there was also the thought that he was fronting. Cause he could hear when he wanted to hear. But when he didn't want to hear, he act like he couldn't hear. So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's also one of the benefits that come to get old. People just kinda just assume that you can't hear shit. You still ear hustling. You know what I'm saying? And when you don't want to be involved. You just fake tune out on these motherfuckers. But, uh, yeah, they're going to have over-the-counter hearing aids. Exactly. <laughs> Turn her shit off. Like, she can't hear shit. Stop it. That's for sure. That's for sure. That shit don't even work, that hearing aid. That's for you. That's for your benefit. Uh, but uh, that's it, man. Let's see about it. Let's see about it. How's your hearing? You got good hearing? No, I can't say my hearing is. I mean, I don't got no problems with it. Okay. <laughs> we have tried to. I worry. I worry more about my <laughs> sense of smell than my. Ear. Really? Yeah, because I don't. Oh, since COVID or prior no, to COVID? No, prior to. I mean, I just my shit ain't. I ain't like you know. Sometimes people like you be smelling everything. I don't smell everything. I smell, mm. but I don't be like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah my wife, yeah, she, yeah. I, she be on it. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. Man? Yeah. Nah. Got that kind of smell. I think women have better senses of smell than men. I think. Maybe Yeah. They, yeah, that should be like hound dog. What's that, nigga? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah. But my yeah. hearing, my hearing is pretty cool. I ain't never had no problems with it. It's ironic because I was listening to the radio this morning and the tank was talking about his hearing challenge. I saw that. I ain't watch it, but I've been hearing that. I heard when he first announced it. Yeah, he's been losing his hearing. Yeah, he can't hear in one ear now and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was concerning. I think, yeah. I think Q-tip might be deaf in one ear 
or can't hear in one ear from from like a long time ago. I think. Let me not put those those no fucking slander out here. Put that on tip. No libel. Yeah, he I got heard I you loud and clear. Uh-huh. <laughs> I heard you loud and, and to the right. Yeah, on the right side, on the mono tip. Um, <laughs> on the mono. T- <laughs> you know, I heard that shit you said. Uh, but I think so. And then there's you ever seen? You never seen that movie Sound of Metal? Nah. It's a good ass movie, but it's basically about this drummer, this rock and roll drummer, who's losing his hearing. You know what I'm saying? And he's going deaf. You know what I mean? Like, and it's this nigga's a drummer, so he need you know shit. So he thinking he gonna just go get a little um. He gonna go get a you know like a quick uh, operation or something to restore his hearing. He think it's salvageable, but turns out it's not, and. You know, he's going to be going deaf. So they put him, like, in the deaf community to kind of get acclimated to living as a deaf person. You know what I'm saying? And he, like, and it's, like, the transition. Like, he's fighting it. He's not accepting it. You know, he still feels like there's, like, another surgery. You know how there's always, there's always the other surgery, that this doctor can't do it, but you know, I heard there's a doctor out here who's supposed to be the best, but it costs double. You know what I'm saying? But still, it's not guaranteed. So, this nigga's living with the um, the deaf people, and he's also, like, in recovery, too. So, he's kind of trying not to get triggered to start using again. You know what I mean? By this whole traumatic experience. So, he's kind of in this whole, like, community of deaf people. He ain't really, you know, he's not really... He's not accepting it. So he don't see them as his people. He just see them as a bunch of deaf people he get, he kicking it with. You know what I'm saying? He talking shit behind their back. You know what I mean? With his hand over his mouth. But, um, and then, it, and then uh, so he got a bunch of, like, equipment and all types of shit. So he sells, like, all his equipment and he goes and gets the, the deluxe surgery. And that shit, nah, it ain't doing it. That shit coming in mad tinny. You know what I mean? There's a lot of feedback. Like, the shit is nasty. He got, like, a little pirate radio in his head. And he's out of range. Yeah, shit sound wild, out of range. That like a little fucking fucked up-ass walkie-talkie. So now he's devastated and broke and deaf. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, like, you know, the deaf motherfucker's like, I told you, like, this one deaf cat who's, like, the, the head of the whole shit. He's upset with him. You know what I mean? Like, dog, you, you lied to me. You dipped off. Because the thing is... He told him from the door, like, look, this is it. You know what I'm saying? You got to get used to it. You know, we're going to fuck with you. We're going to fuck with you as, like, one of us. Don't be trying to switch sides on us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, we trying to we trying to bring you in. Now you done, you done duped us all trying to go, you know. You know what I mean? So then um, he winds up getting kicked out of the community. <laughs> and then... <laughs> He got kicked up out of that shit. I'm fucking the whole movie up. If y'all ain't seen it by now, y'all probably wasn't gonna watch it. Anyway, so then, you know, I'm not gonna give you the very last scene, but um, yeah, it's a hell of a movie. It was a really good movie. I saw that shit. It got the kid, my man from um oh shit. What's my man from? Uh The Night Up. He was in the night up. He was the lead, Rez Ahmad, I think his name is. Yeah, he killed that shit. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worth it's worth checking out. Okay, you know, yeah, it's worth checking out. I don't know if I told you about the, the deaf dudes I saw in um, Rolling Loud. Did I talk about that? Nah, nah. Talk about them. Well, we was you no. Know, 
fucking around trying to get a another credential. You know, mm-hmm. you know how that be. Mm-hmm. Waiting at the credential spot. Mm-hmm. And then there was uh, a black guy and a white guy that looked like um, Action Bronson. Okay. Uh, no, I, I thought it was Action Bronson because he was a fat dude with little bitty feet. And then when I saw Action <coughs> Bronson, that's what I noticed. Mm-hmm. I saw Action <laughs> Bronson walking through the, the uh, airport in Austin one time. Uh-huh. I was like, man, that guy is real big, and his but his feet don't look like they could hold him up. <laughs> so this guy had those same kind of feet, but uh-huh. he was with a black guy. I was like, man, maybe that's Action Bronson. Well, why would Action Bronson right. be over here waiting on a credential? Anyway, right. then I look mm-hmm. upon further inspection. Nah, that ain't no damn Action Bronson. Maddie Matheson. Okay, no. <laughs> but him and the black dude was talking sign language and shit. Uh-huh. But what struck me was they was doing that shit, but it looked cool. They, did, cool. Uh-huh. they was talking, it looked like it was talking slang. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, you, right, right. I don't know how, what sign language is supposed to look like, but. Like it was like italicized? Yeah, the sign uh-huh. language they was doing looked like they was talking some jive talk. Like, nigga, shit, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. guy. Right, damn. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was. Uh-huh. I'm like, these niggas look cool as fuck doing they sign language. Uh-huh. So now I'm, I'm paying attention to him. So I see, you know, the dude, he had on a hat with a logo on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at first, I wasn't paying attention. But I'm trying to see if I could get some, you know, send some identifiers as to mm-hmm. what these motherfuckers into. Mm-hmm. And so, the guy, um, his hat said "definitely dope," like, but spelled mm-hmm. "deaf." You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh mm-hmm. shit! Mm-hmm. And then, so mm-hmm. I googled that shit. Definitely dope. And then, mm. he's the founder. Of definitely dope. And they do the concert sign language for the concerts and shit. I was about to ask you because them motherfuckers they be going crazy. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And so they do that yeah. shit. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, man, we need to interview this nigga. So I put my team up on him while we I was standing right next to him. But mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I could communicate with him because I thought the nigga was all the way deaf. Mm-hmm. So I ain't know how to oh, say, no. hey, man, I see you. <laughs> saying I, I went on your site. I like what you're going on. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't know if I could communicate <laughs> with him. Well, he'll read your lips. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I didn't. I didn't know, dog. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. nigga talking sign language. Yeah. I don't have no. I don't know no words in sign. Right. So, <laughs> so we ended up getting them on the show. But I, I say all that to say is that these niggas got their own world. You know what I'm saying? I was I was watching. I don't know why all this hearing shit came up on my algorithm today, and then here you are talking about it. But mm. there was another video on Instagram. Oh, it was Lil Duval posted this damn video mm-hmm. of some deaf people. You mm-hmm. know how you know how rappers like drill rappers and shit get on IG live and be going off on you. Nigga, pull up. You know what I'm saying? I got the mm-hmm. job right here. Mm-hmm. Pull up on my side. They go my address. Right. It was right. some deaf people doing the same shit in Harlem. Well, how were they doing it on Instagram? They were signing at Looking each other? Looking at each other, signing at each other oh. in silence, oh, okay. nigga. And got then those niggas on the you. side just hyping the shit up. That, that could, right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, no, tell them to pull up. Tell them to pull up. Like, mm. what the fuck? Like, mm. how does that even work? 
Yeah, they out here. They getting to it. They getting to it. Shit. To it. Pull up on them. Pull up on them. <laughs> pull up on. I could look at me. I'm trying to sign the shit. I'm saying, look at me like we're staying apart. You don't even know what pull Bro, up sign I'm looks like. To, <laughs> nah, but I'm trying to. I'm creating my own. <laughs> I'm creating my own in this moment. It look real. Look real erratic. I'm. I'm. I'm gesturing towards me. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like come here, but like in a very more like motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm like yeah. I don't want to upset the deaf community. Nah, shout oh, out, shout out to Max, <laughs> Matt Maxi. You know what I'm saying? That was the he guy who I was I was standing next to. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I I got to do better with my um my my personal interactions and shit. Well, if a deaf man could do, well, let me start. What you mean? You got to do better. I got to do better <clears throat> because you know Stop. sometimes you'll forego it. It's just like ah, you know, all right, I look nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying instead of yeah. even trying, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I was yeah. uh, I was with Kenny Burns the other day. Okay. And you know he was he was just lifestyle specialist. Lifestyle specialist, right? Engineer. Okay. And he was just yeah. telling me, you know, what I'm saying how, like. You know, when he sees somebody that he a fan of, he he go ahead and and fan out, let him know. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And and I was yeah. like, damn, that's very hard for a nigga like me. So I had to, right. I had to make a you know what I'm saying, and you know a personal, you know, like yo, I I don't really be doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I admire people that could do it, but it's like I grew up in a space. I grew up around very standoffish people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vague and, you know, elusive. Uh-huh. Right, right. Sometimes you get uh-huh. hit, man, I'll be there, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying, a few minutes, you know, well, well, where you at? Right. Down the street, round the corner. You know what I'm saying? Don't uh-huh. never answer nothing to those type people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Miami people real weird like that. You know what I'm saying? That's why you don't, that's why I don't be a whole lot of Miami superstars because niggas don't be trying to, you know what I mean? Mix it up like mm-hmm. that. You know, Ross mm-hmm. is an anomaly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Flo mm-hmm. Rida is an anomaly. Other niggas, Luke, man. Luke, he did it because he was he was standoffish and elusive, but he came with the girls. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, that, okay. Good. That was a good way. You know they saying? spoke for him. Yeah, but uh, you you see, you know what I mean? It's hard for him to fight for his legacy. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people don't all the way uh, give it up to him because he was fighting right. niggas in the industry. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So mm. it's like, you know, you come up under that, you never really seen a, a template or a format to be, you know, in that way of like, oh, yeah, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? That type of shit gets you robbed. Mm-hmm. Nah, shit, New Yorkers are like that, too. Niggas would be right next to each other and act like they, you know, they don't know each other at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, y'all are the same, you know, but it's, it's one of those things. I do think it generationally has changed and, like, and it ripples back into older generations. I do feel like there is, you know, like, even with this whole, you know, the refrain, give niggas they flowers. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I do think that, you know, like, niggas be stressing it. They, they look, I'm about flowers now because, you know, I was I was going to act like I ain't know you before. It's all about, you know, it's, it's, ego, it's the ego protection program. You know what I'm saying? And it's just <laughs> like, hey. you know what I mean? Because you don't want a nigga just... Shitting on you, you know what I'm saying? Especially because you, you can't. It. 
I think it's even worse to halfway compliment a motherfucker. It's either you got to go all in or don't say shit. You can't do a half. What's up? Hey, did I tell you about the time I, I tried to I complimented Peter Chappelle? Thomas? Oh, no. No, 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 no. What happened? Ah, nigga. <laughs> oh, he... He an old school nigga too. Yeah, he so an old school gangster nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I got one for you too. Go ahead. You do that. I got one for you too. So uh-huh. I was in Vegas. Uh-huh. And, and uh and so I'm in the airport about to leave to go back to the A. And Peter uh-huh. Thomas sitting at the bar. And then, you know what I'm saying? And I was about to go to that bar, but then when I went to sit down, a bunch of niggas kind of grabbed up all the seats, and then he kind of sat in another seat right next to them. Mm-hmm. So I just forg- I just you know what I'm saying just didn't go over there. But then mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that's Peter Thomas. And then I thought mm-hmm. to myself, like, damn, that nigga a legend around where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? In mm-hmm. a low key mm-hmm. way, not in a major like niggas don't really right. associate him with Miami nightlife and shit. But the right, nigga right, right. had he had a club called Manhattan's in mm-hmm. in Miami because he was a New Yorker. When he came mm-hmm. down, he opened the club. It was a little, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't in in the Northwest, so mm-hmm. it was kind of in the down south. So it was kind of like you know, like all the main niggas didn't go down there, but some niggas ventured out and was like, you know what? I'm going down there and check that shit out. And then you get a little mix of different chicks, and you know what I'm saying? It was different. So, but it wasn't like prime, it wasn't in prime time black Miami. So, so, you know, we'll go down there and then again, you get mixed, you, you toss some chicks, they from Richmond Heights and you know, man, you'll be off in some different environments and it's a whole different flavor. And so I see the nigga, I'm like, shit, when the seat opened up right next to him. So I went over there and sat down. Sat down, <laughs> ordered a drink. You know what I'm saying? How close was the seats? I mean, it's at the airport bar, close, nigga. You right next to okay. him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I, I look at the nigga as soon as I sit down. Like, yo, nigga, you. Oh, a, I say, yo, you a legend where I'm from. And the nigga, you know, he hit me with the standoff. He's like, nigga, what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Nigga was like, nigga, what? He ain't say those words, but that's that's yeah, how his face yeah, looked. Man. You know, nigga give oh, you the whole shit. up and down one, two, one, two. Oh, nigga, nigga want to reach back for his weapon, but he, we in the airport. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. He know yeah, he, he, he kind of vulnerable right now. But, right, right. So, so I saw his confusion. And, mm-hmm. and that that he wasn't really accepting my messaging, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because you right, know it's, it's right. difficult, you know. You know what I mean? I, I don't right. know what I look like to other people, but I must yeah. not look friendly. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know because people, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I be rubbing people the wrong way. I guess Spike. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So right. Oh um, shit. That's so funny. so I was like, yeah, man, you're a legend where I'm from. Then again, he gave me the whole up and down, like nigga, what? And I was like, nah, uh-huh. man, yeah, I'm from Miami. You had a club uh-huh. called Manhattan's. Then you had uh-huh. Fifth Street. Then he was like, oh, buckshot, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? So it ended uh-huh. well, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, that that first moment was kind of, you know, tricky. Uh-huh. But right. luckily, right. I, I right. had enough. I had enough to kind of right. ease him, ease his nerves. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah. But it, it, it still didn't come off how I would have liked it to come off because, I, you know what I'm saying, uh, I was in a vulnerable space. He was in vulnerable because he didn't have his weapon or whatever uh-huh. to defend himself. And I was vulnerable because uh-huh. I'm out here put myself out here in the middle of the Vegas airport <laughs> like nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Giving a nigga a compliment, his flowers Let and shit. Let me ask shit. you this. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few questions. All right, so you was at the airport bar. Do you have any drinks? How many drinks you had at that point? Nah, that was, I, that was my first drink because I was just trying okay. to sit down, but it was crowded. So I, I only had no, that one drink. Okay. I was sober. In you or you were still working? Oh, no, nah, I, I hadn't okay, even got I my think, drink okay. yet when I did this. Okay. okay. I was sober though. Think- Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Oh, that's good. Cause I think I think motherfuckers be more re, more um apt to give a motherfucker their props when they're a little saucy. You know what I'm saying? Cause then the inhibitions go away. They be like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I told you the Jay Z shit long time ago. I ain't gonna get into that, but I give you one. This this similar similar situation. It's something about the airport too, cause the airport is where you be bumping into motherfuckers. That's one of them places like the bank. That's even better than like you'll be bumping into. Oh shit! That's such and such. So, oh man, I can't believe I'm about to tell us this. I'm walking on the fucking. I'm walking on the flight. I don't even know where the fuck I'm going to do some show somewhere. I'm walking on the flight, and I think the nigga was in first class. He might not even be look at me shitting on the nigga. Already, <laughs> trying to, shit on trying to win really back hard. my own shit. Trying to win back my own pride. Um. I'm walking on the on the airport. I mean, the airplane. You know, going to my seat, my seat somewhere in the back or whatever. You know, and uh, I see the nigga John Starks in the um on the sitting on the aisle, chilling. You know what I'm saying? So I want to get a nigga props. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to get a nigga props. I ain't even know. I want to get a nigga props, man. I hate even recounting this story, my nigga. I'm a grown ass man. Dog. I said yo. I said to the niggas. I said yo. I said yeah, man. Yo. <laughs> I said some shit. I don't know. I said I ain't even said the nigga's name. I said yo, man. <sighs> I said, I had your post on my wall as a kid. Hey, hey, you still vulnerable, nigga. You ain't even. Nigga, I hate telling this story, my nigga. I hate telling this story to this day, nigga. It's terrible. Because, like, yo, because the thing was, I don't think the nigga fully heard me. But he might have saw me talking to him. But I had a moment. He was choked up. You can't even get it. I wasn't even choked. Yeah, I was just, I was stammering a little bit. Not nasty stammering. I just ain't no. You know how you want to say something, trade him, and got your whole shit together, so you coming off the head. And I'm like, I was like, yo, and the nigga, he was kind of, huh? What, what you say? Something like that, but it wasn't. I ain't had a moment like what you had with Peter where you could kind of, you know, collect yourself and like say what you said again. Nigga, I'm on the motherfucking, on that one line that go to the back, so we got to keep it moving. So I just had to keep it moving. I was like, right, you know, never mind, some shit like that. <laughs> nigga, when I tell you... I wanted to jump off that plane, my nigga. Because you know when you're on a plane, you ain't got nothing but your thoughts. You're just sitting there with your thoughts. So I'm replaying this shit. I'm like, nigga, what is wrong with you, nigga? You know what I mean? Because it ain't even the worst shit. I mean, it sound crazy. I'm a grown-ass man. So I'm like, yo, nigga, I had a post on you on my wall. Oh, I can't believe I said that shit, nigga. Because I was checking you. I could have just said, oh, John Starks, my nigga, New York Knicks. Yeah, I mean, peace. <laughs> I mean, some shit. But I literally had the dunk poster when he banged on bulls and shit. 
I felt like that was a little bit more, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, a you had your more, shit together. Uh, you would have yeah, been able to get man. it out a little better. You know yeah, if I'd have, yeah, I, my delivery was off because my del- there it go. It wasn't halfway props. It was full of props, but it was still, I was unsure in my what I was saying. My messaging was a little, yeah, so. You be kind of unsure of if you even should say it. Man, dog, yeah, so. You know, and I think, you know, you know, so, and the thing is, it only take one time to get played when you like, all right, well, fuck everybody. Fuck this whole world. These, no, nobody, I'm a fan of no one. (laughs) Fuck everybody. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it, my nigga. I get it. I don't even think I told the story, and I'm not gonna say the person name. Okay, I, I didn't want to say the person name. Okay, because, you know what I'm saying? We was out here working, man. We was out here working, uh-huh. and uh-huh. again, I don't know what it is about me or my approach uh-huh. that I don't really draw. Like niggas who who, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's a certain kind of person that is, you know, what I'm saying strike up a conversation with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's very particular, and it's easy, you know what I'm saying, in that space. But then it's these mid-ground spaces that I don't know. I I don't know what I do. I don't know why sometimes, you know what I'm saying, I'm off-putting to some type of niggas, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I I got my own theory, but I won't, you know what I'm saying, I won't impose my theory on, you know what I'm saying, scenario. But anyway... So we at the spot, you know what I'm saying? It's an event, it's a red carpet scenario. And um we're uh we're out here, you know, getting interviews, you know what I'm saying? Got my talent on the carpet, we doing these interviews, and then the artist that I fuck with comes through, you know what I'm saying? You know, and we we we've talked to a few niggas, like, you know what I'm saying, amigos came through, uh uh, Gucci came through, and they you know they politely declined. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I'm chilling tonight. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, you know. So this one particular artist come through. Yo, you got a few words, da 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 da, da boom boom boom. And you know the niggas, you know they look you up and down. You know I'm sharp, but I got much. You know what I'm saying? Got much. I think my shades throw them off a little bit. They were not They not shade shades. They my, my my looking glasses, but they got a little tint at the top. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, but it don't look I'm like a nigga. Glass. But it don't look like mm-hmm. a nigga at work. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> right? So you know, niggas look you up and down and then decide what they gonna do. You know, so mm-hmm. so you know, stepped out there, asked a nigga, you want to, you know, do a few words, blah blah blah, and you know, the nigga kind of declined politely at first, but then his homie was, you know, kept on, you know, throwing out just these little one liners and shit. Nah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, woo, woo, woo. and then. Then the nigga said, uh, "Keep God in your life, right?" Because mm-hmm. I was like, you know, you got any words for for the for the for the team? And then he's like, "Not nah, keep God in your." Life. So then they had them walk past, probably like ten feet past, by the head into the venue. And then mm-hmm. the artist that I, you know, what I'm saying that I, you know, I like the nigga. Like, yeah, I'm just thinking cool. <laughs> like, I take it. So the nigga, the nigga repeated what his friend said. But I didn't, uh-huh. you know, nigga was like, keep God in your life, fuck nigga. I'm like, fuck nigga? 
Wait a minute now. Hold the fuck up now. I ain't no goddamn fuck nigga. That's for sure. You know, where I'm fuck niggas fighting words where I'm from. Fuck nigga. That's what the fuck sure. you mean, fuck nigga? You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Hell yeah. So, so me, me and Muhammad got, got the, the shooting. He was like, did the nigga call us a fuck nigga? I was like, yeah, yeah. the nigga called us a fuck nigga. <laughs> Uh, and they so, nigga split the fuck nigga. So, <laughs> so the talent, you know, she young. You know what I'm saying? She uh-huh. trying to calm the situation down. Because it wasn't like uh-huh. we was going to do nothing to them. Nigga got security. Right, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, yeah. we just felt disrespected. Mm-hmm. And then so she was like, nah, that's some shit they be saying on the internet, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what the internet talk about? Nigga call me a fuck nigga. <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> so, so when I got home, I looked the shit up, mm-hmm. and then I think it's like a uh, Justin LeBoy shit. No, is it Justin or oh, uh, Drewski? Drewski, Drewski, yeah, Drewski shit. Yeah, Drewski yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I be getting them niggas uh-huh. confused. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a Drewski, Drewski line. Keep God in your okay. life, fuck nigga. I don't give a fuck though, cause the shit sound disrespectful and it's fuck, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Again. Uh-huh. Fuck nigga came from Miami. That's a Miami term. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and you from, from a different, different generation, generation too. And, and like it came both, yeah. it came from a generation when you said fuck nigga, you was ready for whatever after that. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? You go fuck nigga. Oh shit, uh-huh. nigga, that you got to fight. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. In middle school, nigga call you fuck. You got to go ahead. You got to get suspended. You got to take it all away. You know what I'm saying? Shit. This little nigga called me a fuck nigga. Mm. <laughs> How you feeling after all of that now? After some time has passed and you researched, you seen maybe it's a cultural thing, generational thing. Where does your <clears throat> definitely generational? Um, definitely don't give a fuck about that shit. Still. Got feel some still type of way, still feel some type of way about the little nigga. Okay, I'm not that it matters. You know what I'm saying? Nigga yeah. don't know uh, me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know right. him. But God, uh-huh. they didn't call me a fuck when, nigga. Now, when you see the, when you hear this person's work or see this person's work, what's your appreciate your appreciation level at on the scale of one to ten? Where was it before? Where is it now? Well, I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I, I still appreciate the nigga work. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it's just now when I hear it, it just be like, mm, nigga, this nigga still Trigger. be riding and shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. This shit got a uh-huh. disclaimer on the shit now. Yeah. This nigga yeah. still the same artist, still getting it in. But, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Still a cool little nigga to this generation and shit. But yeah. the nigga disrespected the OG, and I ain't like the shit. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah, nigga yeah, probably yeah, wasn't yeah. even trying to. He was just doing his little, right. you know what I'm saying, tiktok right. ass shit. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hilarious. Tiktok-y. tiktok <laughs> yeah. ass yeah, shit. Yeah, shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, man. Nah, I get it. That's funny, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I get the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Yeah, you got to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? This generation is a little different. You know what I'm saying? We had... Kid mm-hmm. on the show, we was you know talking to the people about you know Ruby Rose and saying that um you know she don't give a fuck if her white friends say nigga around her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we did a little mm-hmm. piece on it. Mm-hmm. And you know these young people don't give a fuck, man. This nigga like you know I'm from New York, you know, uh, you know, 
people people say that shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? Y'all on some old plantation shit. You know what I mean? Y'all need to just get over it. I'm like, damn, that's where we Ooh. at with it now. I don't like they put New York in that. You know, he ahead. definitely said in New York. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, everybody no, get to say nigga in New York. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Right, that's that's right, how right. he felt. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Y'all yeah. nigga shit, I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I be seeing that. I be seeing that. It's tough. It's tough. I don't know, man. I seen, you know. <sighs> that's crazy. That is the generational thing. That shit make me feel a certain type of way. You know what I mean? Uh, there's certain shit. Culturally, like, you know, <clears throat> like, uh, Latinos, there's like this, um, or as we call them, Spanish people, there's this, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's a, a bit of an understanding. Like, you'll see that. Um, that, uh, that, uh, you know, that's some, at least my generation, that seems like some grandfather shit. Cause I just saw some, I just saw some shit on Twitter. I thought it was, it was funny, but it was wild provocative, but it was what it was. Because um, there's always, especially, and I had a conversation with a friend of mine about this. Because this, this, I think, is some New York shit on, as far as Latinos go. You know what I'm saying? Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, you know what I mean? Particularly, like, you know, whatever. They grow up around, you know what I mean? Black people or whatever, and they, you know, culturally, you know what I'm saying? Like, they could get in, they could... You'll see, you'll hit up say nigga, you know what I'm saying? You know, lot, little bit, whatever, whatever. Yo might not bat an eye, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <clears throat> but I also see people who call that into question, you know, because like regionally, that shit ain't the same grace, you know what I'm saying? Like you go to the West Coast, Mexicans and blacks, it's a there's a thing, like that, you know what I mean? Like they, it, it might not be the same you know, goodwill or same understanding or same shared community or whatever. So, like, I'll see people from different areas of the country oftentimes say, um, yo, how come Fat Joe get to say nigga, right? So this was a little while ago, and Fat Joe quote tweeted that shit. It was like, because I'm that nigga. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all right, well, the, niggas is like kind of, you know, they niggas, obviously, Joe is who he is, whatever, whatever. Uh, and <clears throat> But it was just like, ah, damn, you know, all right, well, shit, you know, you said the whole shit with your chest. Niggas was, let, you know, what it was going to be what it's going to be, but it was like that nigga owned it, owned it. You know what I'm saying? That was one. All right, but... That's, I, niggas could understand it. We see that shit. He's, you know, whatever. But at the same time, uh, I remember one time, like, if I hear white people say nigga, I, I don't fuck with it. I don't like that shit. Still, 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 it still fucks me. Um, even at concerts sometimes, like, it just, I just, you know, concerts, you can't, you can't monitor nobody. But like, when I see, <clears throat> when I see these little, Rolling loud videos or whatever, and the, and the hook is nigga, 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 and eighty percent of the crowd is fucking white, and they like nigga, 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 nigga. You're just like ah, I guess this is the con that this is what it got to you know, it's what it comes with, yeah. You know, I remember being in a in a fucking in a sneaker store. I heard an Indian kid say nigga to like another Indian kid, and I was like. What the fuck is I definitely like on some civil rights shit. I definitely in that moment felt like Morgan Freeman. Like I felt wild old and just like 
oh my God, like taking aback. You know what I'm saying? These are some young motherfuckers. And I just felt like, nigga, I've listened to me. I felt nigga. You hear this shit? But I just felt the way. It's it's a wild thing. It's it's kind of it's it's kind of crazy, dog. I mean, you know, some people are a little bit more liberal or a lot more liberal with it than other people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what you gonna do? You know what I mean? What you gonna fight every nigga? You know what I'm saying? Fight everybody? What? Or you know what I mean? Like it is what it is. It's unfortunate. I don't like it all the time. I might say some shit, but um, <clears throat> and then and then it's sad because. <clears throat> Not only is the uh, the thought of, all right, I hope this shit don't turn into no crazy confrontation, but if it do, it do. But even in combination with that, not only am I worried about that, I'm also worried about looking like an old nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that, that just dates you. That's like, just you know, how, like we say, this like certain shit where you hear certain rapper rapping, you hear that nigga cadence, and you know, oh, that nigga's a circa 94 nigga or a circa 88 type nigga. When you get enraged about young kids, you know what I mean, that are not black using the word nigga, you definitely look like an older motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a pair of clean Air Force Ones, you look like you're at least 35 years old because these young motherfuckers have no regard for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Anyway, man, that's a whole nother thing. But, um... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. <laughs> then, then you looking at that like it's... Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm rambling again, but, um... <laughs> You're like, what's more offensive? Being called a nigga or being called old? <laughs> Obviously being called a nigga is worse, but <laughs> old nigga, old ass nigga, get your old ass out of here, nigga. Oh hell no. Nah. Speaking of speaking of that though, or some other shit, we jump back, but or some old nigga shit. Uh there was a white guy, <clears throat> I think this was in Chicago on the train and some young white kid was calling this old black, it's an old black nigga. He was old black. This old black dude. He was about at least 65, maybe 70. He looked old. And like, what are these old motherfuckers that you just feel like is they out of play. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't fuck with that man. Let him, you know what I mean? That's a grown ass man. Respect that man. Don't, don't include him in the foolishness. But I guess this kid was bugged out or whatever or something. So he started antagonizing them. Nigga this, nigga that. When I tell you this old, <clears throat> this old ass man hopped up out that seat and put the motherfucking beats on this nigga, beat this nigga all the way down like a, like a youthful ass whipping. Bing, bing, like I was on top of this nigga killing him. Pop, pop. I mean, like, tearing this motherfucker up. Like, oh, it was crazy. And then, like, you know, damn, they stomped him a little bit and then walked right back to his chair and sat down. That nigga was, like, he got thrown off the bus. He was bloodied up. The cop, the little security cop, you know what I mean? He ain't really want to fuck with the older cat. He kept the old, the other dude off the, like, it was crazy, man. You got to see that shit, man. It mm, was. Yeah, send me that link. Get some old man information. Oh, yo, yeah, nah, that nigga right now, off the strength of that, he could he could teach a class. You know what I'm saying? He could have his own little, his, he could definitely go to the little 55 and up little center and have a little self-defense class going on. Just because you old, you ain't out the game. 
<laughs> Man, nah, he could definitely if you got that little Dusko nigga uh, from uh from Chicago. Oh shit, man. But anyway. Uh <clears throat> what else is cracking with you? That's it, man. Uh, shit. That's it. All right, bet. That's what's up. We get up out of here before we go. I just wanna uh say rest in peace to uh <clears throat> Teddy Ray. He's a comedian who passed away just recently. Uh Real funny dude. I never got to meet him. He was um another younger cat on the West Coast. Uh <clears throat> but I liked his work. Real funny shit. See, he did a lot of shit with all Def Digital. He uh I think I almost brought this up as when we were talking about how you know how your I love you black man kinda, you know, went viral and everybody was saying it, right? So he had this one clip, um, I'm sure you've heard this shit where you be like, um, Look at you out here, double cheeked up on a Thursday. You ever heard oh, that yeah, shit? Yeah, Talk yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his shit. Oh, but okay. the, the funny shit, and I meant to say it when we talk about that, because the funny shit is sometimes things are taken out of context. When you see the full clip, he talking about a dude. Like he talking, he was like having a um. He was like, I don't know if he was supposed to be like in therapy or something like that. He was like, yeah, man, I see. I just see some yoga pants. And I'm like, oh, shit, look at you all double-cheeked up on a Thursday. And the motherfucker turned around. I said, oh, shit, this is my nigga T. <laughs> T, nigga, what is you? Like, you know what I mean? Some old wild shit. But um, he was just a funny dude, like real naturally, fun, organically funny. You know what I'm saying? Real, uh... Seemed like a real cool personality. I really enjoyed his work, and he was mm-hmm. he was super young, but he was you know he made a name for himself in the short time that he was in the game. And um, <clears throat> you know it's unfortunate, man. It's the second very young black comedian in the past within like a month. Damn. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a rest in peace shout to that man. And um, yeah, thanks, Dad. Yeah, it is. So, um, till next week, let's tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in a conversation. We out. Yeah.